life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow, more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. <laughs> no, there are no parameters or anything, just feel free to be funny. All right. <laughs> and how much are you uh, touching this? Hopefully not at all. I'm sorry. How much are you editing this? Hopefully not Nothing. at all. It's Starting going up stopping. tonight, actually. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, it's going right. up actually. Cool. And we've been recording for the last ten minutes. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is riveting. <laughs> this is riveting stuff. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast. I'm your host uh, Murray Valeriano. We're part of the All Things Comedy Network. Oh yeah, yes. Murray. Thank you. Yeah, that's not bad how right long at all. Has it been? Let me see. I was. Did you guys ever work Big Al's Comedy Club in Las Vegas? Oh my God, no! But <laughs> we're apparently we're all at the age now where it's we're at. How long has it been? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. How long has it been? Uh, let me see. That place closed five years ago. Where was Big Al's downtown? Big, no, it was off the Strip. All right, remember where Bally's? You had the LA Comedy Club there oh, yeah. for yeah. a while, and then whatever street that is that. Crosses the street. You go. It was close to the Orleans, oh. like Palace Station, and that yeah, it no. might have been in Pat. No, not Palace Station. It no. might have been in the Orleans. As Orleans. A fact, I now think. I think about yes. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I forget the woman who ran it. She was a lovely, lovely person. I probably uh, you still email her uh, once a month if you want me to check my email. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Amy? Yeah. I, think, I, I think I, I, I probably think told I, her I you think, referred me. I think, I think I emailed her like eight years ago, and uh, I'm a little lax. I think yeah. I should get back to her, follow up. <laughs> I, the reason I remember that's when I uh, joined, all, joined All Things Comedy was because I was having the worst week. Like I just ate it every night. In front of, I remember where? there was where? Big Al's. Oh, this is the same week oh. of Big Al's. I ate it every. It was me and Mike Marino, and I ate it every night. And I remember one night there was a table of people who only spoke whatever a- Asian language from their country was, but they got free tickets, so they didn't understand a word of English. I ate it, and I was just about to give up comedy. <laughs> and then in the same day, Bill Burr's company, All Things Comedy, called and asked me to join the network, and Brian Regan agreed to do my podcast all in the same day. Yeah, see? And that's when I said, all right, maybe I won't quit. Yeah, look at the world of equals, too, right? Uh, Asian people that don't understand English <laughs> bothered you. <laughs> and then the other spectrum, Brian Regan's your first guest. And they right. both have equal amount of impact. On <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> no, right? It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. I mean, logically, you're like, why, why would people that don't speak my language appreciate me? Right. But still, it, 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 it bothers you in some way, right? It, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? Come on, it would bother you, wouldn't it? No, not no. at all. Not uh, at all. Oh, oh, wait, I didn't do yes and. Damn, <laughs> I, I failed my improv It's the courses. first rule of podcasting, an improv. Oh, um, is it the first rule of podcasting also? No, yes there, oh, my God. Yes, and. Oh. oh, my gosh. Uh, joining me tonight in this uh, home office studios, we're not even at the uh, lovely Burbank studios, we're at the home office studios, um, I, I would like to say an old friend. Sure. And a newer friend. There's no really, there's no other word for old friend without it sounding like you're old, right? No. An old, sure. it could go the English style old with an yeah. apostrophe. That's but, fancy old. That's fancy old. A long-term friend, a long-time yeah. friend, we'll say that. And then Bobby. LTF and NF. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're not giving our names. This is an anonymous no, we're not, podcast. We're, we're, this is a call-in. People have to guess who I'm talking to. So. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, the guy that sent one message to the Orleans woman eight years ago? Yeah. That'd be She's great if she call calls in. in. Guesses all of you. Yeah, exactly. I'm hey, getting Murray, uh, and Bobby. That was Peter, Bobby. and Bobby Tessel. <laughs> Peter Berman. And Bobby Tessel joined me tonight. Yes. Uh, thank you very much, thank guys. Thank you very much. Coming. I, I appreciate it. Um, when people ask, you know, what's... Mer, mm-hmm. you're obviously a professional podcaster. Mm-hmm. You've been doing this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what type of stuff do you have to put up with when booking comics? And I thought... I would save the text messages yeah. we had oh, man. going back. And oh. forth. I might actually, I might have deleted them. Today. Uh, I oh, didn't. I hope I did it. I hope yeah. I did it. Peter and Bobby, here we are. Yeah. All right. So, well, let me scroll, scroll, scroll. Hey, uh, before you go through this, yeah, about uh, I, I am going to place a little blame. Assuming, okay. uh, assuming just you and I were texting each other. Assuming just you and I were texting each other, and we were setting this up. Wouldn't it go something like, "Hey, man, want to do my podcast?" And I've been like, sure, when? Then you would have told me one thing, uh-huh. and then I would have said one thing back, yeah. and we would have been done. Like five sure, texts sure. max, right? Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. Bobby's in the equation, <laughs> and it, it extends out to like 30 texts. <laughs> well, I don't know if I necessarily... Oh, uh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily yeah. blame Bobby. Oh, my God. I don't know if I was going to get Road story. Of, uh, right. Hey, listen, before I launch into this text uh, saga, uh, if we're having any problems with the sound tonight, I apologize. Uh, I'm just set up. I did a sound check. It should be good. Um, but I'll fix it, and fo- fix it and post. If there's any kind of buzzing, you guys can deal with it. It's no big deal. I don't think there is. All right. Oh, this is like one of those deals that you always get uh, at the comedy club. Last week we were packed. <laughs> yeah, Last week it sounded perfect. Is somebody call- are one of you guys calling me? I'm not. No, I have no. your name in my number. I don't know who. Oh, I don't know who's calling me. You know what I, I is signed it Brian up for. <laughs> get these two boneheads <laughs> off your <laughs> I did, podcast. I swear to God, I didn't call. It's not even live. <laughs> All right, this is me. Hey, guys, I wanted to schedule both together for the Red Stories podcast. It's a blast. I tend to record Fridays at the studio in Burbank, but I can be flexible. We can do it at my studio. We can record at my house in Mar Vista. I should bleep that out. <laughs> Let me know what's good for you. Time for you guys. Murray, Bobby, hey, guys, I'm out of town tomorrow and Friday. I think if Pete gives us some time options, that would be good because I think I'm more flexible with scheduling. Um, all right, and then passive aggressive, and then I go cool. (laughs) Peter, throw out some times that work for you. Also, I don't offer this often, but I can come to you guys. Very nice of you, by the way. Thank you, Peter. What time of day are you thinking? Can you do evenings? Me, yes, evenings are fine. Bobby, no Mondays, please, or Wednesdays. Peter, how about Tuesdays? Bobby, I want to say that's bad too, but if that's what you got, (laughs) that's what you got. Smiley faced emoticon with a tongue. I'm in for. By August the way, 15th. for the record, no emojis from me ever. <laughs> uh, still on Bobby. Uh, I'm in for August fifteenth. Murray, what time are you thinking? Pete, Pete, uh, just let me know that. Uh, just let me know the time that's best. Bobby, I guess. Let's see what Murray thinks. I have some flexibility. Murray, Tuesday evening would work for me. Typos. Bobby, around what time and where? Seven thirty, my place. Bobby, if <laughs> Pete's in, me too. Pete, cool. Bobby, okay, Tuesday, August 15th, 7.30 at Murray's. Peter, new phone, who's this? <laughs> because, because, because it was going on. It was like, it was like going on at Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Like, yeah. You, you must have known that was a joke, right? Of course. Right. Oh, my 
<laughs> Hold on, it doesn't. It's just not even. It's just starting. Right. <laughs> uh, beer, new phone. Who dis? Bobby? What? It's Bobby, you doof. Jesus, I know I was kidding. Since there have been so many texts. Right. Bobby, I'm. Cr- oh, we should have just read. We all kept it. We should have just, just read this. Right. Up. I'm just it's like a table read. <laughs> Uh, 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 new phone, who dis? Bobby, you go. Peter, Jesus, I know I was kidding since there has been so many texts. Bobby, I'm cracking up audibly. Uh, two smiley faces with the tongues. You so funny. Murray, hopes you're this funny Tuesday, and I'm this stupid with a surprise face. Me, new phone, who dis? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a callback, baby. <laughs> Bobby Tazzle. That's a callback, right? Bobby Tazzle, Peter Berman. Bobby, that was a joke. That was Murray. He was making a joke. Me, haha. Peter, Bobby, that's Murray mocking you. Bobby, oh, I'm out for Tuesday then. <laughs> Peter, I'm going to Guam instead. Political. Bobby, have you been reading my confidential emails? Peter, worse, I've been catfishing you on Judate.com. I'm Zara, four foot eight. Sorry about all of this, Murray. Yeah, that was nice of me. I apologize. That was Peter that. Bobby, okay, you're funny. Answer my text I sent you without Murray's number about driving together since I have manners. Murray, seriously, if I turn on the mics and you guys have nothing to say, I'm going to beat both of your asses. Bobby, haha. Bobby, Peter, Bobby is not coming now. <laughs> Bobby, can I phone it in? Peter, you are now. <laughs> My bad. I thought I texted you phoning it in. Oh, this is long. Peter, Murray, anything I need to know? Oh, this is you today. Sorry. That was it. So that's... Thanks for having us on. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, thank you. It's been lovely. Yeah. And that's been the Road Story Podcast. <laughs> And then after all that, they showed up late. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> Two minutes late, I missed out on dinner. <laughs> You're very strict. He's very uh, strict. I enjoyed that text uh, exchange. That was hilarious. Holy moly. That was, that was a long one. <laughs> New phone who just Bobby. <laughs> like I lost my phone. <laughs> Right in the middle of our text right. exchange. I'm honest. I said, oh, he hopes you're this funny and I'm not stupid. By the way, that was all at 4.30 today. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> let me know if it gets too warm in here. I, I close the windows. Uh, for, it's starting to get too warm for me, so I'm going to open the windows. I wanted, I just recently met Bobby Tessel, um, but Peter, I don't know if you remember this. Well, Bob, by the way, back up ago. to Bobby for one moment. Though. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, Bobby, one of the few comics do the Tonight Show and David Letterman. Did you know that, Murray? I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that a few? There's not many that... Did Letterman and? Wait, which Tonight Show? Uh, Leno. It was Leno oh, it was and Leno? Letterman. Wait, yeah. is that not a thing? Uh, which no, I don't want to take Leno away. Leno and Letterman. That's all right. No, it's... <laughs> no? When they were different networks. Right, right, right. Yeah, there was, was, there, a, was, was there, there a... There was a... Uh, yeah. yeah, they... I think... I think it... I don't Go think ahead, it reignite it. <laughs> reignite it, Bob. Reignite the Leno. All, first of all, it's a coup to do Letterman and Leno because Leno kind of boned everybody when he took over for right. stand-ups. He did I'm, both. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have the credits rather than not have them. Let's yeah, all right, all right. That's a very nice one. But I didn't know there was a, uh, if you did Letterman, you couldn't do Leno type thing. At that, well, I think at that was. stint. I think oh, so this was early. Was very, yeah, it was very early. This was like early the 90s thing. then, right? Mid-90s, I should say? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Which one was... Leno was first. Okay. Which one uh, was harder to prepare story. for? Well, I was... Quick story. It's a podcast. He's not, it's not like a 
It's not like a commercial break. You can you can extend the story. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna give you the light in a few <laughs> okay, minutes. Okay. No. no, I you know I got stop. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> quick story. The red light. The red, uh, what was I gonna say? The uh, um, you're talking Leno. You no, quick the, story uh, no, the or same Letterman? Tape, the same tape got me both shows. It was oh interesting, unbelievable set I had down in like I think Fullerton, California. Uh huh. And my friend Melissa Morgan, who's a very great comedy person and fan, and just I don't you know, think I know Melissa out. Morgan. I think you're going to have to speak up. Oh, I'm sorry. There you uh, go. Melissa Morgan. And uh, so it was a club that she kind of ran. And, uh, in Fullerton? Just, in Fullerton. I can't remember what it was called. It was a long time. It might have been standing room only, maybe. I'm not sure. Right. But I it was just like was one of those magic time. sets just destroyed. And that got me both. And then I remember Lena was first. And then uh, I they, they turned down my second set. And then I got, you know, like, or, you know, not turned, you know, they said, oh, well, let's, let's work on some things. And then Letterman people contacted. And so we ended up jumping there and doing that. And then I think maybe that might have. And, and you got uh, bumped I got, a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, I from... got bumped a number of times from Letterman a few yeah, times. I got on the fourth. I got bumped three times and then finally got on, on the fourth famous. Time. Wow. Yeah, he was being famous from getting bumped. Gee, you got bumped It was very times? interesting, yeah. You got famous because, uh, you know, he would say his name at the beginning. Right. And then at the end, he would say there was no time for Bobby Tessel. And then every preceding time he go Bobby Tasso yeah he was saying my name like, right Jay, like name. Jerry yeah, Lewis yeah. he was doing the whole yeah, it, it was very it interesting like Bobby had been on like 10 times <laughs> it was it was quite an interesting uh time period there, that might have so. been a, that might be a record for bumps on this podcast three times yeah I don't yeah I don't know yeah, for my for my, on my it show, was uh, my yeah it was all good it was fun yeah. I, I I was more loose for Letterman because you know, I'd been there, I'd flown there and then right. left and been there. And so I was like comfortable with the whole setup. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I was much more loose for that because just because you were there and I was there and then, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get on tonight. Who knows? You know, right. so uh, I was definitely more tight for Leno first thing. But sure. I mean, the scent went OK. I mean, well, here's my question. Uh, since you got it off the same tape, you obviously didn't do the same set. Oh, no, 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 no. I did two different sets sure. for the show. So yeah. they just said, we like you. Right, and, and then they they got? were very disappointed when they found out that I had already done the Tonight Show. Oh, okay. They were kind of bummed because they uh, didn't realize that. But uh, you know, they were they were very cool. Daniel Kellison was the talent. Jimmy Brogan, I like great guy oh, who, ta- who did Leno and, right. and Daniel Kellison. Oh, so great that was guy. before uh, Eddie Brill. Oh yeah, what, yeah. This oh, okay. is back. This is uh, yeah. In so both were very very good, very nice to me, and you know, very helpful. And that's great. Nothing but nice things to say about those people i want to say it was you and i could be wrong but i think one night at the ice house your introduction was and i think it was you are we talking about me or pete are uh, you oh i'm not talking to peter tonight um <laughs> i'm sorry mm-hmm. i'm keeping an, i'm keeping an eye on my levels i think my kid might have got in here and fucked around with Sweet. my levels so by the way i mentioned i'm a professional I've been doing this for 11 years okay. yeah um <laughs> i think your introduction was you can see him tonight, and then you can go home and see his rerun of Letterman tonight. Was that you? Does that sound familiar? I, that wouldn't have come from me, to be honest with you. I never because yeah, nope. you don't introduce yourself. I well, literally don't. You know what? I, well, no, but that, meaning but... I don't give the. Uh, I, honestly, now I don't. I don't even. I don't use when I come up. When I mm-hmm. oh, what's your intro? I say just say please welcome Bobby Tussle. Oh, really? Don't use my credits. Mm-hmm. I don't and know if you noticed that because they they. It doesn't matter. Out of curiosity, I it just I remember I just it just felt. It's it's they're not on, 
it's so long ago well, and it doesn't matter that much in the sake of for the sake of things and i just want to come up clean mm-hmm. and just be funny in the and they either like me or not it doesn't matter sure. if i did either one so i mm. just i remember seeing a couple other comics mm-hmm. i think it was actually eddie brill oh. actually i remember seeing a post of his and i go and i said i contacted him through facebook and i said oh i do the same thing because he was talking about being in europe and like and they they named his credits and they almost like started booing him i think <laughs> this is a story and forgive me eddie if you ever hear this and i'm right. doing it wrong but he goes from it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you've done uh-huh. just come out here and be funny uh-huh. and that was like a european thing and it was just so interesting because i'm like yeah i do the same thing huh. i know people and who- they still mess it up <laughs> at the it was at the ice house stage oh. too i was practicing this guy and i made a comment to pete i think people under 30 don't know how to MC a fucking show i right. said literally you just had to say my name <laughs> and he goes uh please welcome uh ted <laughs> Ted, <laughs> and he's holding it on a piece of paper in front of him, and he oh, still absolutely. couldn't get it right. Absolutely, you're talking to Murray Valeriano. My name has never been said right on stage <laughs> anywhere, <laughs> unless it's a Latino MC. Oh, I like to bring right. race into it early on. Right. <laughs> um, I disagree. I think. Uh, I think. <laughs> That's I think, okay. I know. I'm not, I, it might be the only. Thing hey, what I about have. yes and? Come on, man. <laughs> well, we threw that out the window in the beginning, Bob. <laughs> uh, I think. I think your intro is part. Uh, I think it's important. I do. And I know yeah, a lot of people. Me too, because I'm the one who just brought it up. Right. He was, uh, I think that's a pretty amazing thing. The Tonight Thank you, Show man. and Letterman. Oh, absolutely. No, I, no absolutely. The, yeah. Uh, I had another question about Letterman and Leno. Uh, who is more harder on your set? You know what I mean? Uh, by, no, uh, I, I, who do you get more notes from? Shit, can you ask? Oh, uh, n- well, can neither. I, I don't think either. No one ever. You know, I'll tell you. I tell you the Len- the Leno set was very bizarre in that, I, if I remember this correctly, it was they were doing a live remote from the Grammys. Okay, the audience was horrible. I think. From what I recall, because I wasn't fully watching, this is what I've been told. Okay, Leno did not had a good. It wasn't a good monologue. It bombed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Maher was doing a live remote from the Grammys, not going well. Okay. Tom Arnold was the first guest. It was atrocious. Sure, it was just and then so like like my friends told me like, oh my god, this is horrible. It's going to be horrible. And I came out. My set went okay. I had you know it was one of those weird a lot of applause breaks more mm-hmm. than a lot of there was laughter but more applause break. It was just an interesting thing. Does sure. that make sense? You know what I mean? There's more applause breaks yeah, yeah. than laughter maybe. And I remember Leto Camp saying, you know, oh they were certainly kinder to you than they were to me. That's yeah. that's all I got for that. <laughs> You're and the then, first person ever. To do uh, Leno and not try to do the Leno voice. <laughs> you, actually, you actually went deeper. Leno said to me, I honestly very nice just, job. I honestly thought it was just a bad Leno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah, good with impressions. Everybody does the Leno. Oh, that's funny. Everybody does. And then, so Letterman was just... A full hour, but Letterman was fun. <laughs> I mean, Letterman was more fun, Sure, I think, okay. just because I'd, ne- I'd never been to New York before. Oh, before really? Before the first time I actually was flown there. Oh, that's so, and then But then I was back, and then I was working in Florida and flew back. Here's... Here's how comics are treated. So I'm doing, um, I'm going to Florida for this guy. I can't remember where it is. Uh-huh. But I tell them, I said, hey, uh, I'm doing, uh, I, call, I go, I'm doing the Letterman show like on the Tuesday night and then I'm coming there Wednesday. You know, I'll give them the plug, you know, I'll give right. them the plug. Absolutely. So I tell this person, I'm like, oh, I'm doing, and I'm excited, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing Letterman Tuesday, and then I'll be there Wednesday, and I'll plug. And they go, that's great. Uh, uh, when you get to the airport, <laughs> it's your responsibility to get to the club. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh God, that's the reaction I got. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank you. Thanks so much. That's literally, we get treated like shit. Oh, 
Oh my god! Oh yeah, oh that's great. By the way, when you get to the yeah. airport, it's your responsibility to get to the club. I'm like And also you can you can eat off the left side of the menu, I, right. but that's it. Yeah. Oh my god, that cracked me that's up. That's so funny. Is that's the, I mean you get you know, you get treated like a king doing the T V spot and then right back to uh you know, they fly me into New York. I'm at the Riga Royal. I don't, you know, no one knows. It's a very nice hotel. Yeah. I remember seeing Joe Montana and Roger Craig. This mm-hmm. is back then, in the airport thing. First time ever. I literally put on the hotel robe. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and I took a bath. <laughs> Where's my water? <laughs> oh my god! I don't, I, who's the second person you saw? It was it was like Joe Montana Who's and Roger second? Craig. Wasn't Who's he the Roger run, Craig? He was the running back for San Francisco at the oh, time, right? Back big, when running backs were white, right? <laughs> was he white? I didn't even. Yeah, you didn't see. Yeah, I have no idea. No, Roger but it was. Craig? Isn't that a bond? I don't. I don't think he wasn't. It was. He, he, <laughs> that was Daniel Craig. Wait, who was the first person you said? Joe Montana. Black, right? This is right? Montana's black, right? <laughs> First of all, my <laughs> listeners know I know nothing about sports. Yeah. So I thought you said, I, I registered as Joe Montaigne. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you saw that actor. And then I guess some other actor I didn't know yeah. from ever since Homicide, <laughs> Life on the Street, or whatever it is. Ever since Bobby's uh, uh, Leno impression, I've been, I've been, I've been confused. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing has been confusing. Oh my god! I like when you're doing those road gigs and uh, you uh, you get to whatever town you're in. Yeah, and you uh, you know they got like that hotel alley, and you drive by every nice hotel, <laughs> and then you're at the one, you're in the one in the cul-de-sac to sleep in. You know, when you first come find out, you're like, I gotta sleep in. Not bad, bad, whatever. Then you get there, you're like Marriott, Hyatt, Hilton Residence Inn. And you just keep going. And then you're the last crappy one that right. somehow. Is being worked on also. There's like uh, construction at it. It's actually the Marriott residence in. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's because and, Marriott's a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, we don't want to mess that up. About mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we just, my wife and I spent a month in New Mexico last month and uh, her film put us up and they, they use, you know, they put us up in houses, but this time we opted to go with a hotel and she was running the hotels by me. Like, is the extended stay Marriott good or do we need to go with the Hilton? And I'm like, oh, you want to go extended stay Marriott? Yeah. That's how we're gonna do Not it. sleep in. Yeah, no, or La Quinta. <laughs> the check-in. I think, I've, I, think I ended up staying at a couple times at ones where uh, you would get locked out. You know what I mean? If you weren't back in time. Like, there was one in Monterey. Are you- like... No, I'm not kidding. I think the people like lived in the uh, lobby, you know, off the lobby. <laughs> and, uh, stay no. in Booker's house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, let me let me tell you a road story yes. about, right now. By the way, so I'm uh, I'm working in um I'm working in England. Okay, this, this is tying into their, someone's house. So I'm working in England, and uh, I'm staying in a flat in London. Oh, and uh, Todd. Todd Sawyer's uh, on the road with me. It's funny you mentioned that. When I did Monterey, I did it with Todd Sawyer. Yeah, friend Todd, of mine. I br- brought Todd. him. Br- did I say yeah. Tom? Yeah. Tom. yeah. I brought, brought him over. Okay. I mean, I didn't bring him over. I got him in over there. The and- Hobbit, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. He's from Seattle. Yeah, he's Hobbit. got his... Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. great. So Sorry, uh, <laughs> I've worked over there on and off for a couple of years prior to this. And this time mm-hmm. my wife comes out with my kids who are like maybe like two and a half and or three and... Six months, right? Mm-hmm. Little kids. So I get this uh, gig, two road gigs in the same night. And the first one, I'm at like some city center. And uh, this beautiful, the green room is like a gigantic empty ballroom. Mm-hmm. And then where we're performing is this beautiful stage. And 
You got like a fruit plate and all the everything's hooked up and <laughs> it could be like my, my kids are running around in this green room it's so huge right and i get explicit instructions you know you gotta wrap it up at a certain time and then you gotta catch a taxi get to this other gig at this pub somewhere mm-hmm. and uh you have to be there at a certain time and all this stuff so <clears throat> finish the first gig i'm feeling kind of cool man my wife and kids are with me just had a great show in England. Everything's going great, right? Getting the getting the cab, drive whatever the thirty minutes to the next gig, and it's at a pub. I walk in, <laughs> and it's like a pub, and the people that are running it like live upstairs. There's no green room. Like I didn't think this thing out. I, right, th- right. I just assumed there's always somewhere for your yeah people. To, yeah, no. So they're like, yeah, you have to go upstairs. So we go upstairs. Not only was I not expecting to go upstairs with my wife and kids. They weren't expecting us. You know what I mean? Right. And my wife is like, my wife is like the sweetest person ever. She's giving me looks like, what the hell? We're above a pub and uh, she has to stay up there. So, <laughs> so uh, every show I would do over in England, when I would walk on stage, there'd be a handful of people in the crowd when they'd go, you know, from Los Angeles, there'd be a handful of people I hear go, fucking American. Sure. Every time, right? Yeah. Every time. And I did very well over there. So I actually wouldn't, it wouldn't trip me out at all. Right. And I would wait till it was going well. Then I'd sort of try to find them, you know, give them a little eye contact. Like, yeah, yeah. you know. So anyway, this gig at this pub, I'm uh, talking to the guy uh, that owns the pub. He's behind the bar. And I'm like, who, who else is on the show? He's like, oh, it's just you. So that's not that weird, right? But I'm, I'm getting the sense like, you know, when you get that sense like this, this is not going to be good. Go well. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. You're not going to go well. So... My wife and kids are upstairs, and not only is it not going to, I'm getting the sense it's not going to go well, uh, the guy just like grabs the mic, he's like, you ready? He grabs the mic, and he, from behind the bar, right. and, and, and announces me. And I, I've been working over there for like a couple, three years. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. it's not freaking me out. I'm like, I can fucking make the best of this, right? So I go on stage, and I start doing my act, and they fucking hate me. Mm-hmm. By the way, an hour an hour before that, I'm just killing, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. that it's that absolutely. whole thing, right? He did Letterman last right. night. They <laughs> they they hate me, right? So not only do they hate me, they start yelling shit at me. Uh, By the way, it's like an L shape. So right in front of you, the people are standing. Then it goes back a little bit. Then all the way to the right, all these people are sitting at the bar. They can't even see you. Okay, but they're they're yelling shit at me. They can't even see me, right? <laughs> so. They start yelling some shit at me, so I say some shit back, and then they start laughing, and then in my comic mind, I'm like, oh, you got him now. I would start doing my act again. <laughs> they fucking hated me. Right. And it became this thing where they just wanted to keep like giving me shit and picking a fight. So uh, I'd never have ever wanted to walk off stage, and I'm, I'm ready. That's it. Mm. I'm, I'm ready to... I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm deciding, like, I'm out of here, right. right? I'm out of here. And as I'm doing my act, I start like, kind of glancing around looking for the door <laughs> yeah there's no door because i'm in like the corner i'm on like a stage the size of a small card table right there's no door then i realized the only door is the door i came in which is through the crowd right and i'm not walking off stage like if i'm leaving right and i have to walk through them i'm doing my time you know what i mean i'm not i mean i i'd quit and walk off stage if i could Scoot out the back. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And then I also realized my family's upstairs. Yeah, I was. I didn't right? want to step on a punchline. Yeah. I'm like sitting so, there waiting. So my, just so leave my, the wife. My and family's kids. upstairs also. So it's this constant battle of do my act. They fucking hate me. They yell some shit. I come back. I'm well. Little do I know. This is like their weekly way of amusement. Like they hire a comedian, and even better, 
in this case, it was an American comedian, right? right? They have a plaque on the wall. They don't tell me until I get off stage. And the guy, the owner of the, the pub is like, you know, great job. I'm like, great fucking job. It was like one of the worst gigs I've ever had in my life. And he goes, oh, there's a plaque on the wall. This is the hardest gig in the UK. It's like their joke. Like, right, right. They, they hire a comic, abuse the shit out of him, and, uh, and they think it's funny. And they see, you know, if the guy can take it or not. So anyway, drive back, get back to the flat. Now, Todd Sawyer's over there. Todd is Todd's not having as good a go of it in England. Oh, He's no. having a very tough time. And Todd's a great comic. Right, sure, having yeah. a tough time. It's tough for... Have you ever performed over there? No, I've never performed it, in England. It's tough for some guys to kind of figure it out, you know? Right. So Todd not figuring it out. And right. not only not figuring it out, Besides, he's over there to make money. If you're over there as an American comic, you want to have fun. Yeah. Like you want to do comedy in another country and have fun. You don't want to. You don't want to be eating it in another country, right? right? So, Todd's not doing that great, and he's not having a good time over there. So, the following week, Todd gets this phone call. Do you want to do the such and such pub? And I tell Todd, Todd's not doing well at gigs that were easy, <laughs> right? Right? You know what I mean? And, I, and, and Todd's like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the blah 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 pub. And I go, I go. Don't do it, man. Yeah. Right. And he's like, why? And I go, don't, don't do it, Todd. I go, I, I, I just don't do it, man. They were brutal. Like it was horrible. It was like one of the worst gigs ever. And he's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm here. I just might as well just make the money. I'm like, don't do it. So anyway, comes to the next week. <laughs> By the time the gig's over, you also have to get the hell out of there so you can get the last train and you get back to London at like two in the morning. Oh, so I'm it's waiting up all, London. I'm waiting up all night. Yeah. I'm a, I'm waiting for Todd to come limping in, and in, in a perverted way, I think I wanted to hear it went even shittier than than mine, right? I started a I started right. a podcast just to hear right. this story. Right. Exactly, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So Todd comes in; it's the happiest he's been since we've been over there, right? And I think he's I think he's got to be screwing with me, right? I'm like I'm like, oh, how was the gig, right? He goes, yeah, it went great. I'm like, great. He goes, yeah. I go, dude, I went great. I go. Are you kidding me? How'd it go? Great. I, I go, I go, what'd you do? And he goes, ah, oh, I just made fun of you the whole show. <laughs> Todd and I were very friendly, so that's all he did was make fun of me. Did he do this joke? Did he do that one? He made fun of me, my jokes. He goes, yeah, yeah, they fucking loved it. He's like the only, he's like the only guy to ever do well over there at that gig. At my expense. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I was just holding yeah. track and I'm going, Todd told me that story long yeah. ago. Oh, oh my that's God. Hilarious. That is so funny. Yeah. That is, I think Proops told me about that gig when he was on here. It's just, that's their whole thing. It's the, just only, the, com- just- the only people I know who have ever done well at that gig were Todd and this like maniac named Stu Who from Scotland who's like 60 years old and long black leather gloves, long black trench coat. They like him for some reason, probably because... He scared the crap out of him and Todd are the only two people to ever do well over there. Did Stu who make fun of you too? Hey, probably. Come I mean, on, I turned into Doctor Seuss. Yeah. Right <laughs> Stu who make fun of you too? Yeah. And little Cindy Lou who? Classic Todd Sawyer man. <laughs> I that, that was that, that is awesome. Last time I saw him, we were working in Monterey. It was either Monterey or that area, and it was one of those. It was that gig that was on Cannery Row, wasn't it? Maybe I don't know where Cannery Row is. Down by the water. <laughs> then yes by the cannery was that the wharf it's by the cannery by the wharf too <laughs> was what, what, you know where the cannery used to be <laughs> yeah it's right there <laughs> near that row yeah. or <laughs> yeah okay yeah. it was one of those where they turned off the boxing match oh they did turn it off <laughs> they turned it oh, off that was nice for, yeah that was great oh. everybody came to it's see always boxing. good hey yeah. you can't play pool during the show yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's, you know, we talked about, oh, there's road stories, and I was thinking, I was telling people, I'm like, I don't have, like, I don't really know, like, have, like, wild things happen, uh-huh. but I did remember there was this one thing that was 
Now, uh, by the way, you should have told me that in that hour yeah, long no text. Yeah. <laughs> I have way, no stories, no road stories. No stories to tell for the thing. Could you book me anywhere? Uh, new phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in, I think it's Montana. This is a long time ago. It's got to be the early 90s. And, you know, we're, it's a one nighter run mm-hmm. that somebody else booked and brought me with them. And. What and a I'm, nice guy. Yeah, really, really. He really mapped it out good. Oh, we have to wait. We had, we had to drive. 16 hours once from oh. one gig to the and i'm like you didn't you didn't realize this you right. know whatever but this is not we're at we're at a motel in montana i guess and i'm i'm walking through the parking lot and i look over just i'm just walking and looking to the right and i and i see you know where the rooms are and there's a naked woman like completely naked in the window you know, of the thing, you know, where the curtain, and I, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, like she can't hear me, but yeah. I, you know, I look away immediately sure. just thinking, oh, it was an, I don't know. Maybe she didn't, re- whatever. <laughs> 40 minutes later, <laughs> she's still there. <laughs> and, you're still and, and, and I looked and I'm like, I see, her, I'm like, oh my God, it's like full frontal nudity. And I had this thought, I don't know if then, but now just even today thinking, well, I'm pretty shy. Right. So like, what if I wasn't shy? And what if the headline is "Comic Found Chopped to Pieces in Montana Room"? Like I'm thinking, like, what is she doing? I mean, yeah, she's yeah. literally standing there. It's like, and like, if I go knock on the door, I'm not shy. Hey, baby, what's going on? And then there are boyfriends in the back. I just, right, right. it was so bizarre. And the other, like, it was crazy. And then we left for the show. It was like two hours later. She's still in the window, completely nude. You know, it's a big plate window. You right, know, where sure. the curtain, that whole front. It was very bizarre. Just that was one waiting there to hack up a comic. Who knows, man? Who right. knows what wow. would have happened? And Todd Sawyer showed up <laughs> and uh, and made fun of me the whole time and got laid. <laughs> Look how shy Bob is. <laughs> so funny when they don't map out the uh, the route. Because my friend Allie and I didn't in New Mexico. We mm. did uh, uh, two one nighters last month, and. Uh, we thought I was in the same place because we only read half the email. And then on the <laughs> way to the gig, I'm like, oh, no, we have to go to Colorado tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my it God. Was, it was like, what? And then we because we scrolled down, and sure enough, uh, read the full email, how, Peter. How, how, how many uh, Road Story podcasts are you into at this juncture? <laughs> uh, it's safe to say around number of 200. And what percentage of the Road Stories are... Sad, depressing. This horrible thing happened. <laughs> no, I'm, and and what percentage are the coolest thing ever happened? Uh, ninety ten. Ninety horrible. Ninety horrible. Wow. Nobody wants to hear Johnny Ballpark. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I walked in, I crushed, yeah. banged a waitress, went home, hit the lottery. Nobody wants again. To hear that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants wow. to hear that. They want to hear the the awful, awful. As a matter, I got a, a, a message on Facebook today. Somebody said, "Hey, man, uh, I'm off to do so and so. Should have some new stories for you. This is going to be awful." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. For wow. what it's like, I should have called this podcast Schadenfreude. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. It's German sure. for. I think it's German for uh, taking pleasure in other people's pain. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. But I think it's 200 That could be your T-shirt. <laughs> it's 200 in. I think, Three people that. too lazy to go to their phone and look it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. We could find out in literally 10 seconds. I'm afraid I'll text you guys the definition. An hour later, we'll be on this texting each other. There's a, a other. lot of common themes, right? Like uh, just being treated poorly and... 
Treated poorly comes up a lot. You know what happens when with the treated poorly comes up? It tends to veer into uh, complaining about comedy, which is easy to do, but we try to steer away from. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's uh, funny though is uh, you know, but like the treating the poor like that, like Bobby's Letterman to uh, find your own ride is hilarious. Right, yeah. But that's being treated poor. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. I, yeah. No. I, I. I. That's what I. Uh, you know, the comedy magic club where I Absolutely. think you and I ran into each other. Yeah. And I mean, I love that they treat you great. Yeah. But uh, and the same token, right? Like, of course, though, right? Shouldn't you treat? The comic's pretty good. I oh, mean, right, yeah. Like, well, don't you, don't you what think, am I going to say? Uh, no. No, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't, you, don't you think all these places that treat us so shitty, they're uh-huh. like, yeah, if you're, the, the the bar is so low, like if you're halfway nice or barely nice, right. it would still be pretty nice yeah. and people would be appreciative, right? The, I mean, uh, the irony of that, uh, we didn't talk about this or did we? Because I, I just came from this place in pro, I just did this on Friday. Uh, these and guys we, drove together. Oh yeah, we, oh yeah, and and was telling my friend Steve we're talking, and we were because oh you guys are so nice that's great and I and I said to my friend Steve, honestly, they're just being decent human beings. <laughs> we're treated so poorly yeah. that common decency seems like over and beyond. They literally did nothing that wasn't just decent. Right. Yeah. Decent, like just decent. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember this? He was super funny, dude. I used to work with him at the ice all the all the time. Ice House all the time. Frank Manzano. Do you remember Frank Manzano? No. I don't know that name. Funny Latino guy, man. Very real nice, funny dude. And we were working in... um, Very Manzano, the manager of Laughs Unlimited. That's how I get him confused. That's so funny that you said that because (laughs) we were working in Oklahoma City Uh and there was some weird war going on between... I don't think it was like a Laughs Unlimited, maybe. No, no, it's Laughs. It's uh, the guy that owns Tucson and then his cousins. Oh, Laughs, not Laughs Unlimited. Yeah, Laughs. They they opened up a Laughs across Across the street from wherever the hell I was working, right? (laughs) And wherever the hell I was working was the first club that was there. And they treated you great and it was nice. And it was probably like my third time back. And I'd yeah. always had a good time. Well, this particular time I'm back, now this laughs moves in across the street, right? Literally. Yeah. L- right across the street, you know? And they're in some weird Hatfield and McCoy shit. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like ga- uh, sugar in the gas tank right, and yeah, yeah. sabotaging Boy. and like. The comedy and uh, running the club is now totally secondary to their their weird family war going on, right? So I'm not like a, really a germaphobe or even like too much of a bugaphobe. I don't right. really I don't really dig them, right? But we're we're in the condo and it is infested with roaches, right? Sure. You know, and um, and I thought I go I go to Manzano. I'm like I remember going, oh, they have ants too, and Frank's like, no, nope, those are like small. Mini roaches that haven't, you know what I mean, right? So, so I, I finally get the courage to, hey, uh, this is like a shitload of roaches in the condo. Can we have a different arrangement? And they're like, if you want to pay to put yourself up, yeah. you know, you can do that. So, if I had done that, I would have been working for free. So I'm like, right, I'm just absolutely. gonna, I'm gonna tough it out. The roaches in this condo, as far as I'm aware, don't. When you turn on lights, roaches like scatter, right? Yeah, not these roaches. These roaches were very comfortable in the light. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, ri- so, so it's, it's the sickest situation I've ever been in. Really, like you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't eat anything in that place. Right. I didn't do anything other there, as little as possible. But I remember I'm sitting there watching TV with Manzano, and for an entire week. I, I kept feeling like something was like on me, right? And, <laughs> yeah. and then I would do this crazy twitch and like whack it off, right? And then there'd be nothing on me. Right. And and, and I must have done like 50 times. And every time when nothing was on me, then I would think to myself, well, quit being a pussy. Like there's nothing sure. on you. When are you going to stop, right? 
cut to Sunday. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I feel the feeling. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it this time. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not falling for it. I finally have the muscle control. Yeah. So, but I keep feeling the feeling. Look down. Walking right on me, man. Uh, the roach walking uh, right on me. The nasty. worst week ever, man. Uh, Sleeping with a little air hole in my blanket upstairs. Hoping... Horrible. Awful. The, have you have you ever get put up in the La Jolla, the old La Jolla comedy store condo? The first oh, time I really? slept over there, I woke up with bites all over me. Oh yeah. But now, I mean, it's, that was, now it's a lot better. No, that was like squalor. I was in like, yeah. And, and when you complain, they're like, yeah, just put <laughs> yeah, yourself yeah, up. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I one time I ended up on the road. Probably, I think it was probably Washington State. Me and the other comic found out we were sharing a hotel room. Oh. After we got there, oh, man. Washington State, well, you don't we drove. You don't tell we... comics before they get there about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult male. I'm yeah. not sharing a room, buddy. <laughs> Is that when you? That's when you bring up. You want to drive home right after exactly. the gig yeah. tonight? Yeah, 17 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should just do that. Yeah, get a yeah. get an early jump on the way oh, back. Yeah. I, I guess because of the uh, we spoke about it earlier. There's a kind of you know like worst gig ever. Yeah. Which was, you know talking about that. So I should, this correlates well. I didn't jump in at the time, but it has to do with Todd as well, Todd Sawyer, because so, he tells me about this Somebody gig. Somebody needs to tweet it, at him and in, ask him if his in, ears are burning. It's, he's in Thailand. It's in Northern California. Not, yeah, Northern California. It's an ca- Indian casino. You have to do three 45-minute sets each night, and you go on after a band plays. Did you do this one, I think, maybe? I don't know. Pete, uh, do you I've remember? done other. Oh. Or, I've but but Todd, Todd was like, it's so you go. He goes. You have to do it because it's so bad. You can't believe it. Oh, you literally have to do it. So I go do it. For, was uh, was it in? Was the casino in like a temporary building? It was. Even I like don't a know. It just structure? seemed like a square, just like just a square of nothingness. And, <laughs> and then you go on, and it's so loud in there, and everything. Ding ding ding. ding you know, it's a casino, yeah, absolutely. and there's a band that plays, and then they stop, and then you literally just walk up. And have to do forty five minutes, Jeez. and there's nobody there, and it's so loud. Oh, it's not. So, I've been. It's not even enclosed either. No, it's not. It's just like no, it's, no, it's just, it's just, it's just, just in the yeah, middle. It's, yeah. it's like at a food Which is cafe sweet. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and I go up, clang, and, clang, and, clang, and it's clang, so clang, bad. Clang, clang. No one's listening. But so I'm prepared. The second night, you know, I get through it. I, I'm a big do my time. I, I've never bailed on a set ever. I'm right. very proud of that. Okay, as bad as things have gone. <laughs> and Saturday night, I literally put earplugs in my ears. Ah. And and at one point during one of the shows, for five minutes, I just moved my lips and did not vocalize anything. I just just was just talking, like literally just moving my lips, right, right. saying the jokes, but no sound yeah. for five minutes. I was just trying to amuse myself. It was <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, there was no point to doing these shows. Right. No one was listening. Well, Six forty five minutes. It that's was amazing. crazy. I like how people always go, well, you got paid. You know, yep. sometimes <laughs> you you're got like, paid. Yep. sometimes you're like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I would have rather done anything because it's like uh, at the beginning when you said that the Asian people weren't listening to you because yeah. they didn't understand. Yeah, there's still, I hope, an expectation that we have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to matter. Yeah, this, right. is, yeah, seven, this exactly. is seven years ago. Yeah, it's going to matter. It's going to matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, trying to make people laugh, to have fun. Yeah, that's why we do it, and you want it to matter. Not even for your ego, you want it to matter. And then, and then, even even when logic would tell you, yeah, there's no way that was going to matter. You still want it to matter. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> you still it's, want it to matter. Right. I mean, I probably we all probably should have left tons of gigs. Oh yeah. You know, that's the problem is that people are able to keep doing that or said no out of the gate yeah. with like, right. hey, this is so bad, you have to do it. Well, should probably been nah. 
No, Thank I know. You. Well, you, you need the money. Do yeah, and it's sure. also it was it was experience. I mean, I literally had to think. I know it's going to be bad. I'm prepared, but you can't even prepare. It's 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 it was it's worse than you think. Even though he tells you, he told me everything right. that happened, and I knew it. And you still go. You can't believe it's surreal. It yeah. was surreal. Yeah. But my my I, I had a defining moment. My my at some point my career did get better. Right? <laughs> you know, it did get better. But I remember that thing. The thing Bob just said about taking money. We do we do that all the time, sure. right? And it's probably like a Monday, and someone. You know, we're here in LA and somebody's like, You want to do this gig in Ventura on Wednesday? It's a couple hundred bucks, right? right. And I'm like, well, I could use a couple hundred bucks and I'm not doing anything on Wednesday, right? Ventura so I went is an did, hour away. Okay. I went and did this gig at some like private party or whatever and I hated it. Like they had a good time. I did my job. They had no problem with it, but I was miserable, right? And it's also one of those things too where it went well and I and I wasn't happy. Sure. And yeah. if it and if it didn't go well, I would have been even more unhappy, right? right? Right. And it's a weird feeling, right? Like there's no win in the in that equation, right? But I'm driving home and it's like midnight. I'm on the 101 and the water's out to my right. And I think to myself, you know, why do you get so many shitty gigs, right? And in the stillness on that drive, I I got the answer. And the answer was, because you take shitty gigs. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, you know what yeah I mean? absolutely. Yeah, because you take shitty gigs. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to stop taking so many shitty gigs, you know? Yeah. And my wife who... Still to this day is not totally sure I'm even in comedy or right. show business. I told her that. And uh, my wife goes, yeah, stop taking shitty gigs. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's how I pay the bills is taking those shitty gigs. And my wife was like, well, you know, we'll figure it out then. Just don't take the shitty gigs. And oddly enough, better gigs came my way. Oh, you know? interesting. I think all that juju about, you know, going to that shitty gig. Yeah. And there's like a dude around here that books one-nighters. I don't want to name him because... It'd be rude, but I can right. never tell what's worse. But I can never, I can I never tell, I can never tonight. tell what's worse: the ride to the gig <laughs> or the ride back from the gig. You know what I mean? And when you have enough of those, you're like, maybe don't drive to or from the gig. Right. Right. It's it's gonna right. blow either yeah. way. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's it's a it's just, it can be a self fulfilling prosophy. It's the no win situation. And in terms of like feeling like in the business, I'll say for me, I feel like I'm a floating electron <laughs> on the <laughs> nucleus of showbiz. I'm just out there with a negative charge, right. thinking maybe some maybe a proton's gonna attach to me. <laughs> I, I will tell you one quick positive story if you want to hear it. I know oh, you said sure. no, Johnny doesn't like those, but. I'm uh, working in Atlantic City at the Borgata. That wasn't exactly yeah. an analogy, yeah. but <laughs> I'm, I'm at the Borgata. Did you ever work for Sharippa when he when he when he when he, no, when he ran uh, Sharippa uh, No, he when he ran Vegas. Did you work his the room Riff? at all? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So um, oddly enough, the guy would uh, book me back, but he was never nice to me. Sharippa he, yes. or his assistant? Sharippa okay. he would always bust my balls like. Like, even when I thought, oh, maybe we're getting more friendly, like I'd kind of bust him back. Yeah, yeah. Then he'd bust him even more. Like, <laughs> I crossed some line, right? So he worked me, but we, it was never particularly pleasant. Like, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm assuming he really maybe just didn't like me, right? right. So anyway, a couple of years later, I'm working the Borgata, and he's on uh, The Sopranos, right? right? It's uh, one week from the finale of The Sopranos airing. It's the biggest show on television Everybody's talking about it. I'm working at the Borgata in Atlantic City. And uh, I hear, Peter? I'm like, huh? Sharippa oh, okay. is in the lobby. And he's talking to me. <laughs> and he's talking to me like, nice, uh -huh. right? And I'm like, hmm. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to go with it, right? Just being a nice guy. He's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm working at the club in the showroom, you know? I go, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm doing this like a slot tournament with um, the Sopranos. We're doing mm -hmm. like a thing. And he's like, yeah, we're going to be uh, in the lounge up here. 
after the show, if you want to come over, come over. So I go over there. It's Sharippa and uh, James Gandolfini uh-huh. and Michael Imperioli. Like all those cats from was the show. Was little Steven there? Uh, huh? Little, little Steven. No, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 no, little Steven wasn't there. Uh, Polly Walnuts was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, My hair is but, uh, starting to look like yeah, Polly Walnuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was like being on stage at a rock concert. I mean, I'm in a oh, casino in Atlantic City with a whole bunch of the cast of The Sopranos. And then, you know, I went over and sure, I was like, yeah, sit down and order me a drink. And we're behind this rope. And everybody wants to talk to him. Right. It was amazing watching women hit on these dudes, oh, right? Yeah. Because there are all these women that come up. They could have had any 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 woman that was hitting on them, but all these women. It was interesting. They were still sort of flirting with them. The mm-hmm. women were flirting with, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, like yeah. The the twenty women before you just did the same thing. Like if you really <laughs> wanted to hook up with one of the Sopranos, you would just go, let's go, right? Like no <laughs> no flirting. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It'd be like, like uh, let's go, you know? Yeah. My sister knows somebody that knows somebody that knows you. But it, it was Ooh. amazing hanging out with uh, hanging out with those people. And the trip was even nice to me. Right. It, was, uh, <laughs> it was this amazing, uh, yeah, it was like the closest I ever been to that sort of uh, fame. Sure. It was, it was very cool. What was it? His assistant was Nancy, was that right? Or something like that? I always talk to a girl over there. I never, never had any directly. contact with that at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, I've no one's ever been nice to me. <laughs> I used to. I would work the now that it's closed the Vegas Improv, and I managed to work mm. it every year during the World Series of Poker. Ooh. And I'm a big uh, poker player, and I would mm. go over to the Rio and play satellite games. And I played with the kid a couple of years ago from The Sopranos, who decided to use uh. his money to become a professional poker player. Oh, and I was really? drunk, and I was just basically like. That's the dumbest idea I ever heard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is like 19, man. I was like, oh, no, yeah. dude, don't. It's not. Don't do it, it's man. It's a tough life. Don't do it's it. It's a tough Professional life. Professional poker player is not. You got lucky in showbiz, buddy. That's we'll, it. That's we'll all to, your luck. He got we'll talk, after lucky, the po- let's yeah. talk, We'll talk poker after the podcast. Oh, okay, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm. Are you a big card player? I I play the Texas Hold'em at these home like through Meetup.com and some whole you know uh-huh. these home home turn just like turn, I'm a better tournament player than a cash player. Oh, okay. I'm very patient when I you know when I'm focused. I can sure. be very patient. I had a couple. Yeah, we'll I play with uh, one Thursday a month. I play with the Chicago guys like oh, Pardo, uh, Chip Chenery, Pat, Pat, Pat Francis. Francis. Yeah. Uh, Chips from Cincy. Chips I knew from Cincy. Chip. Oh, Chips from Cincinnati. That's where I grew right. up. Cincinnati. That's where. Are I, you from I, Cincinnati? I'm from Cincy. So. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yep. Where are you from? So. Berman. Beat. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're still with us, buddy. We <laughs> Suburb got, of Massachusetts. We got 11 minutes, buddy. Suburb. Do so you guys play a cash game? Uh, we'll yeah, talk, but it's let's all talk, bull, it's all bullshit well. It's just games. more social. It's a social. Yeah, it's, a, it's oh and oh, you're doing all the stupid. Yeah, yeah. I don't like playing. But I, I, I was kind of. I, I said I was semi pro because I used to play. Oh, okay. For extra money all okay. the time. So we'll oh, talk really? after. Yeah, we'll talk after. So mm. it was. I forget who told me. Might have been Schubert. Like my first gig in Vegas was like, I you know I was playing blackjack or whatever, and he's like. Burr. Poker in Vegas, if yeah. If you're gonna learn to, you know, if you're gonna play anything, play poker. Yeah. Use your money a lot slower. Lot right. slower yeah, and fun. Yeah. You could just talk shit to everybody and hang out. And, yeah. Yeah. No playing. I had it down at the at the uh, Vegas Improv. You know, it had the the escalator that went straight down. Right. There was a tournament there oh, over the last that. couple of years, and it was like a three table tournament. The last well, it was like ten oh five. The shows ended, I guess, and that tournament started at nine. Oh, but so you could still buy in before the break in, or something. So you would just let everybody weed out. I'd get mm-hmm. down there around ten thirty. It'd be down to one table. I oh. cashed 
honestly, if I played a hundred times, I cashed ninety eight times. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and it was tur- that's yeah mind blowing. Yeah, it was just I had that thing down to a science. Mm-hmm. You let everybody get weeded out. Right. You go right to the at the end of the buy in and just do what you do. Play tight, sit patient, let everybody right. knock themselves out. Wow, that's great. And then, you know, when I say I cashed, maybe I made forty bucks or maybe I made four hundred. You know right. what I mean? Well, sure, was but yeah. killing I, time I was in Vegas, telling having fun Pete. and making a little bit of money on the Didn't side. I say, when we were driving down tonight, I said, Pete, anytime you cash, you just got to be grateful. We were talking Absolutely. a little bit tiny poker because I've been on a nice. I had a nice little run for a while for uh-huh. a few months and. Like literally, uh, like five weeks in a row, four firsts and a second. Oh, which wow. is unbelievable. That's great. I mean, it really is unbelievable. That is so awesome. Yeah, when I was first started working in Vegas, and I was a younger man and single. Uh, dude, honestly, the <laughs> the, the statistically speaking, gambling <laughs> right. for a week straight, right. you're the odds of you leaving that place with your money. <laughs> oh, I remember, one, I remember one time, <laughs> I'm down to the Sunday late game. I got five hundred dollars on the halftime line like what degenerate right. oh my god i had some team like minus three at halftime <laughs> just to make some of it back i'm just like you can't you know i, was, I know what none of that means no i never oh, i never, I am, I never uh, sports, sports i'm a horrible sports i never okay. i did well, one bet. I, I would have five i, I would have joe fi- montagna was <laughs> <laughs> i would have 500 dollars bet on not even the final score uh, something that happens halfway oh, through half the time? game oh, okay just to who, no one. That's not normal. That's not. That's betting not, on the coin flip. That kind yeah, of stuff. Like that's. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, th- there for a week, like being young, in oh, Vegas, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. gambling, drinking. Like, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Absolutely. Pete's got a very great. As he sometimes opens with it, his great Vegas uh, opening bit oh, thing. Yeah, but it's very funny. The the gist of the Do opening it. joke no, is <laughs> the gist of the opening joke is you know Vegas is so awesome you know when you're. Going into Vegas when you're pulling and you're like, yeah, Vegas, baby. Woo. Three days later, you're like, fuck this town. <laughs> <laughs> every, every trip to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> you're pulling in. That's right. And, I know, and I've done it. I have oh, driven away from there, losing my mind. Fucking. <laughs> when did you first work in Vegas? Uh, I don't know. Like what? 15 2000s? Yeah. Early 2000s? Yeah. It was pretty cool then still. Ah, uh, depends. I talked to the old old time. I was mid nineties when I first went I don't in. Know there. I pointed at you, but I talked to like, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I did, last time I was there, I was with Bobby Collins, who's been working that since opening for Share in the seven, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And first of all, that guy knows. Like we're sitting down just talking. Five showgirls. Yeah. You were back in town. Why don't you come yeah. over and see you know and hang out? Hey, wait, was that Leno? <laughs> <laughs> he just did Leno. Yeah, you want to do that deeper? <laughs> hey, Bobby. Hey, hey Bob. <laughs> the showgirl's got a deep voice. It's Lola. L O L A Lola. Oh, we don't have to pay royalties on no, that. That's old it, enough. Don't sing it. I can't afford the kinks. <laughs> no, but apparently, like Vegas was so. Even people. Jimmy Pardo has told me that the Vegas improv used to be so much better than what it was in the 2000s. Yeah, no, when, uh, that's what I mean. It was uh, it was very show busy. Yeah. And now, you know, even when you worked there, it was more show busy. And now oh, Vegas is like a gigantic nightclub. Like it's like, a, you know, it's just a big, gigantic. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, people, I never got into the club scene, so. I mean, never, I mean. People used to go to Vegas and they want to check out some shows, and they sure. still want to check out shows. But yeah. I just think it changed. It was it was uh, when I first started working in Vegas. They still a lot of those shows were still union shows, and they had to have music on the show. Oh, really? Like they had to have some form of uh, music on there. Oh, interesting. It was really cool. I remember that my first time working in Vegas. They had the old marquee. You know, I have a, I have a picture of this, and I look up in my name, 
in those letters up on the Vegas marquee. And I thought that was like one of the coolest oh, things absolutely. that had ever happened to me. You know, I'm like looking up there. It says, you know, catch a rising star, Peter Berman, right? And then I glanced down like a foot below my name and it says unlimited shrimp. <laughs> 99 cents in the exact same. The same lettering. As I was glancing down, it was like, oh, yeah, oh, all right. Well, who, yeah. what, I can tell you, do you guys know, I don't know her, I only know her bit, because I've only seen her on the shows at the Ice House, is Joan Fagan? Oh, yeah. I know who Joan is. Yeah. She yeah. has that joke She's a very about, nice person. I don't know her joke, she's very okay, nice. I only know one joke from her, and it's it's the only joke I've ever seen her do, is she's talking about work in Vegas, where she walked in and saw her name, and it said, Joan Fagan, craps in the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, I want to say this one thing. Might have. I've only yeah. done like three pockets, and I say I have never plugged anything. I keep forgetting. I plug everyone else except myself. I have a CD. Right, Time's, we'll up, Bobby it, Time's, Time's up, so Bobby Tessel. Time's up, Bobby Tessel. Bobby Tessel. Time's up. Born to stand up. Born to stand up. It's somewhere out there. Just Google it. Born those to stand up. I took it off of Born to Run. Born to oh, stand born up. Born to stand up. Born to stand up. Remember we would constantly ask how much time he had? Letterman, remember that? Letterman? How are we doing on time? 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 What was his buddy's name who used to have on? Larry Budmelt. Larry Budmelt. Not Larry Budmelt. A different Larry Miller. Oh, Larry, oh. Miller. Larry well, Miller. No, not Larry Miller. Oh, George, George Miller. Miller. George, George Miller. Miller. passed away. He's very fun. Yeah. Do his impression of Dave in prison. <laughs> how am I doing on time? How much time? How much, how much time I got left? <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So before we get to the plugs, I wanted to. Tell, this is one thing I remember about Peter Berman from years ago. Um, Please be good. It's Please not bad. Good. It was the one hundred and one coffee shop up on oh, Franklin. Uh-huh, yep. So far, uh, so good. Okay. If anybody watched Swingers, that movie Swingers, the, yep. the coffee shop, that was the one-on-one coffee shop. I, I was trying to figure out what we were doing. And I lived up on Beachwood at the time, so I used to hang out there a lot. But I guess there was there was a stand-up show there for a while, which did I forgot Adam about. Did Adam Gropman run that oh, gig? Oh, did he run that Yeah, thing? I think okay. he did. It was awful. Um, <laughs> there's just places you don't do, you don't yeah, let people right. do it yeah. anyway. I remember yeah. when I first started, somebody opened a... Show at the Starbucks in the Beverly Connection, and I mm. walked in. I looked around. I said no, and I left. Yeah, there used that to might be a, been the only time I've ever said no to. There a used to be uh, before there was comedy everywhere. <clears throat> there was one in that bookstore across from the like Borders. They did comedy in a bookstore. In the Connection, I think so. Okay, yeah, yeah, and that, that's. Uh, I think Adam's show at that one hundred and one might have been a little bit of ahead of its time in mm. terms of uh, being in that venue. Like, wasn't that around when when they started doing them everywhere? The laundromats and yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I never did a laundromat show. Did you? Yeah, I was on the laundromat a couple oh, times. My. Never did one. I performed yeah. on a bowling alley once. Bowling alley. Yeah, on a bowling. It was, it was alley an, on. I was on lane eighteen. <laughs> lane eighteen. It was an after prom. What? Oh, and an oh, after really? prom, and it went great too. Yeah. That's what was crazy. It went really? great. It went great. Yeah. It was a, it was a prom, and I'm clean. So I mean, I oh, worked. Yeah, sure. It just went nah. great. It went great. It nah. did. Not that's not my speed. <laughs> oh, that's not your Wait, speed. Oh, I, I thought he was saying no, 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 it didn't, no, it that, didn't go good. No, no it didn't go good. My no, niece was there, Bobby. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, Bob's. Did, remember the the improv you said those tw- those teen tours that would come in the summer? I did one two weeks ago. Oh, I did oh one God. years ago. It was great because I'm like, it was just a defining moment to go. Don't you should never do these. <laughs> like I'm not cut out. For, I had a surprisingly oh great time. Yeah, I didn't. And I, not, I've got a good teenage age demographic. I do, do well with yeah, like 14, I'm, 15, I'm from, from what I remember. You know, it might, you know, whatever. It went yeah. over well. Yeah, you're very clean. You're very set up punch. I yep. can see how they... No, I, my yep. fa- well, I had a really good set. And the page, the booker at the improv, 
called and said, hey, you got a spot for you Friday night. I'm like, great. She's like, well. <laughs> She's like, it's a teen tour. I'm like, when I hadn't done teen tours in five years, six years, and the last time I did, and forgive me, listeners, I know I've told this story a thousand oh. times, and you heard Ian Bag tell this story. The next day I had, Ian Bag headlined it. And the next day, I had Ian Bag on. And Ian, if you know, guys know Ian, completely improved, you know, yep. audience yep. participation and filthy. Yeah. <laughs> and filthy. So he got, he found out, he's like, he was talking about hairy bushes and real, you know, Bobby, you probably have a bit about that. And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, you guys are kids. You don't even know what pubic hair is anymore. This is my bad, Ian. It's going go to go into Jay Leno in a second, right? You guys don't even, who's your counselor? Who's the counselor here? Who's the, who's that? And the woman raised her hand. He's like, what's your name? Jennifer. I was like, Jenny, huh? Jenny, you Why would hear- you ever raise your hand if you're that woman? <laughs> Listen. Do you know what uh, I mean? I don't know how many regrets this woman has in her life. Yeah. But this is the top of the list. Of course. <laughs> he called her Big Bush Jenny for 45 <laughs> minutes. Him and everyone else that goes to that oh school. My God. He got yeah. off stage and I go, dude, she's yeah. got two months with these yeah. kids. You just ruined her yeah. summer. And he's like, I shouldn't raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and then he, then he, then he abbreviated to like BBJ, Big Bush Jenny, BBJ. I'm like, oh my she God. is BBJ for the rest yeah, of the summer. Of course. Like, oh, what are you going to do? It's my $12 I earned. What, what happened to you and I at the 101? Oh, uh, uh, it <laughs> yeah, wow. That was quite the I tangent. I want to know. Yeah. Well, we fought. Oh. Uh, no. I had just gotten my first audience warm-up gig, and you had just done it, and you gave me pointers, and the one pointer you gave me, which I held on to for the short stint I did audience warm-up, was make the audience the show. Don't go out and do a set. Make them part of the show. Yeah. So almost everything opposite of doing stand-up. Yeah, right. And that saved me several times. Can I ask what show it was by any chance? Do you remember? No, but it was really low end VH1. Oh, maybe okay. it was the list. Maybe it was the blame game on MTV. Maybe it was. Do my last my things. last audience warm up gig ever? I got uh, I got uh, fired. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I got fired. I'll tell this very quickly. But sure, a, sure. A friend gets me We're the good. gig. We're a friend gets me the gig, and um, who's the friend? A, uh, Michael Ferraro. He was like a writer, oh, okay. producer okay. guy. And it was on a uh, a game show. I forget what that show was on MTV that Hardwick hosted. With singled out? Singled out. Yeah, it was, singled out? It's, uh, it was like a... Yeah, singled out. Is that right? Yeah, so they, right. they created, you know, something-esque, you know, like, you know, they got to knock everything off. Oh, so, of course. So this show was called Your, uh, like, Your Favorite Girl Next Door okay. or something like that. And it was like a mini kind of a beauty pageant that was a half an hour, right? Anyway... They shoot like five of them, and I don't know how many audience five warm-up. a day. Yeah, a I don't day. know how many audience warm up gigs you did, but the the game show was my favorite because they were audience was involved in like playing the game or right, watching sure. the game versus like a sitcom where something might break and you have to fill for like an hour right, while right. they fix a <laughs> steam machine or something. Yeah, like you know, there's a game and it kind of goes and it's an easier gig. So anyway, the last part of this uh, game show. Uh, the last segment would be a talent contest, and all the girls had a, a talent, right? Right. And they would they would do their little talent, and then I think the audience voted or whatever. So it's the like last taping. It's the last day of taping, okay. and it's the last show, right? So uh, earlier that day during like uh, uh, rehearsals, everybody's like, "Oh, you got to watch this girl. You got to watch this girl." And she's like a karate chick, <laughs> and the stage hand comes out and she holds up a board. And I mean, the stage hand holds up a board and the chick's like, yeah, and she chops the board and everybody thinks it's cool. Right. 
So what I started doing is the girls that got eliminated, I would ask if they want to come out and still do their talent. It was oh. like a way of killing a couple of minutes. Absolutely. And, That's and, a good idea. And the girls liked it, and the crowd liked it, right? Whatever sure. their talent might be, right? So um, this woman, uh, she got voted off, right? And I go, hey, like to all the others, hey, you want to go out there and do your thing? And she goes, yeah, you got to hold the board. And I go, well, I didn't hold it in rehearsal, so you should probably have the same guy do it. Can we find the same guy? And I guess <laughs> he already knows what he's doing or whatever. And like, yeah. So the two guys that created the show, one of them's directing it, and the other one, I don't know what he's doing, but you know, he's up in the booth. So I bring the girl back out, and I start setting it up like, hey, how about another hand for whatever the hell her name is that got, that got you know, voted off? She wants to do her thing. You guys want to see it? And they're like, yeah. Now the stage manager... Tells me to hold on because the director, they want to get cameras in position because they want to film it Okay, in front of a crowd. It's such a great. And I'm thinking, wow, not only am I killing time, <laughs> but they want to they want to film my idea. Like this is this is how great a job I'm doing. This right? is where my career so, takes yeah. off. <laughs> so I'm standing off to the side and the chick, you know, hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> Nothing happens. You know, that happens in karate. Sure. Right. So she's like, you know, does her little pose again. And she's like, hey, yeah. Nothing happens, right? I'm like, whatever, right? <laughs> then, uh, then you know, she gets set again. Hiya! Does it? Place goes bananas and whatever, right? They go crazy and whatnot. So there's maybe like two more breaks before this whole thing's wrapped up, and I'm leaning against the wall, waiting to see when I got to sneak back out over there. And I glance over my shoulder, and Courtney or Bethany or whatever her name is, I see her like moving her hand back oh, and forth, no. like her hand hurts, <laughs> and. I'm like full on guy mode. Like a guy would never do that. Right. right. You know what I mean? And not only that, she's not hurt. Trust me. She's yeah. not hurt. Her, her feelings are hurt that she got booted off. Right. So I remember like just turning around and being like, unreal. Yeah. She's doing that for like, like a little sympathy. Right. So I turned back around again. Now they're getting people to like talk, <laughs> talk to her and stuff. And I'm still not, it's, uh, it's still not dawning on me. Right. Now, in the meantime, my friend got me the gig, and I don't know about you guys, but pretty much any time a friend gets you a gig, you got to be on your best behavior, even, even if it's, you know, whatever, right? So, for some inexplicable reason for this warm-up gig, it's not like my new wife and I only had one car, but for some inexplicable reason, I asked my wife to drop me off, and I'll call her when the gig's over, mm. right? So, not only that, as a warm-up guy, you have candy to give to the crowd and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, right? So I have a bag of candy, and I so I also had a uh, a helium theater bit I would do, okay. where I would have uh, people in the audience take a big rip off of a helium balloon, and then do like you know you can't handle the truth right, in, right. Uh, in Leno voice in helium, right? <laughs> so anywho, I'm standing there, and this thing is escalated with the chick to, the, to uh, beyond a point that I'm aware of, and I'm holding the mic, and this guy that created the show comes up, and he grabs that mic out of my hand, <laughs> and he goes, "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> And I think he's joking, right? Oh, right, yeah. oh my I think god, he's joking. It's like it's like it's like a who's on first? My cousin Vinny, like right. I go ah, right? like I literally go ah, right? Because they filmed it. Yeah, yeah, I was like a genius in my mind, like a minute ago, right? And then I look at him, I'm like, oh, I, I don't think this guy's fucking uh, kidding, right? And then like out of a movie, like the line producer's walking by, he goes, get him off my fucking set, <laughs> right? He's talking about me. <laughs> So, so not only that, I have to like grab my helium tank. Like, I, I, I don't even think to leave it. You know what I mean? I have to I grab my helium tank and my three dollars worth of candy. I, I have no idea why I wouldn't just leave it. But I like, get the fuck out of there. I'm walking out of there. I'm like, holy shit! I just got fucking fired. And not only that, it's like 
It's like there's like five minutes left, dude. I got fired with five minutes left, and I do. I definitely think the guy's a dick too. By the way, for firing me, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, but I, I can't say that to him because my friend got me the gig. So I, I walk out, and then the 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 stage door shuts, and I realize I don't have a ride. You know what I mean? And then right after that, I realize that these people are going to be coming out in like five minutes and they're not stupid. Like right. they didn't hear him yell, you're fired, but they know I didn't come back out. Right. They know for like three fucking hours, they had to listen to me <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm gone. Right. And I got fired. Even if they did or didn't know, I didn't want them all the, you know, I had to call my wife. Oh, come back, come pick me up. Right. I, I got, uh, I got fired. So, um, the next day and, and my buddy calls me and he, my friend at that time, you know, he, he's more concerned about his job than sure. me and my feelings. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry. And he's like, uh, yeah, he can't have my back. Right. Which I kind of want him to have my back anyway. The next day, like eight or nine in the morning, I get a phone call. I'm like, oh, and uh, it's the line producer. And she's like, uh, dude, I think she's calling to go, hey, uh, got a little fucking weird. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but, you know, like Gary fucking feels bad. You know, and I would have gone like, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, uh, I'm just calling you to let you know that, uh, you know, Courtney went to the emergency room. Right. And uh, it was not broken or sprained, just a bruise. I, I go, yeah, I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> I go, I actually thought you were calling to apologize. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. I, Why would that uh, be? Yeah, I'm not uh, calling to apologize. Yeah, I got fucking fired and I had to walk okay. off of my candy and helium that's tank. hilarious. Oh, that was great. And this is the guy who gave me pointers on yeah. my first. Yeah, that's right. right. There you go. That's why I just told you that. <laughs> don't let the chick karate chop aboard. <laughs> Unreal. That's Grab the hilarious. mic out of my hand. <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? And I'm totally, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I literally think the exact opposite thing right. is happening. That's what is like, happening? That's like out of a movie when somebody gets fired off a set. Get him off yeah, my get set. Yeah, get him off my set. Get him off my set. Right. And I'm like, this okay. is crazy. Like, I, th I still thought I was joking. <laughs> Not joking. I, I enjoyed the story. It was very funny. I'm going to show Pete how to tell a short story <laughs> right now. Ah! <laughs> I, I had an audition for Lee. No, we're out of town. Story hey, we're out of time. time. We are. That's all right. Both of his stories took the whole time. Sorry, time. man. <laughs> no. Lisa Gibbons, I had an audition to be the warm-up person. It's on a, yeah, I got it through hey, something. It's called uh, Road Stories, not Tiny Anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, That's a good time. I, I told, rush, I told some of my jokes, and uh, you know what I you know I so didn't know. I didn't know. I did, but back up. You're auditioning for Lisa Gibbons? I'm auditioning to be the warm-up person, but I'm oh, actually okay. doing the warm-up. I'm actually you get to warm up, you get to do okay, the warm-up for the show. That was right. the audition. And uh, so I do this thing where I'm explaining to the crowd. I said, hey, here's what's going to happen. Uh, you know, they're going to be filming and they're probably going to stop and make. <laughs> oh, that's so rude. What the a story is going on. What a cock. On on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was have, so patient. No to play, to play oh, your CD. I was so ahead. patient. <laughs> I was so patient with him. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. I'm explaining. Hey, they're probably going to make a mistake make a mistake and then I'll stop taping and then we, you know, come out and do it. So, you know, of course it happens. They make them and Lisa again makes a mistake and mm -hmm. I go, see, and the crowd cracks up and she looked at me with the nastiest oh, look. Sweet did, Lisa got mad at you? I did not get the gig. Oh. And it was because, I'm pretty, you know, oh, who absolutely. knows? I'm sure it was because of that. And, I, and so my joke that I read, I said, yeah, I had to do audience warm-up for Lisa Givens. She was so chilly. I went up after the show. <laughs> oh, it was chilly. That's a short story. Yeah, the most thankless gig ever, though, right? I mean, stand up, oh, you know, you, whatever. But the most thankless gig, do an audience warm up. I if what? you do it great, you get no credit because it was supposed to be great. Mm -hmm. And if 
for some reason you if don't. If the show do, bombs, yeah, it's, it's your all fault. your fault. <laughs> Our, but uh, who's what's the MC at the Ice House name? Jimmy Burns. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I don't think I'm telling tales out of school, Jimmy, if you're listening to this. I apologize. He's a great guy. I love Jimmy. He's, He's so nice. Arsenio had him on his oh, warm-up yeah. Yeah. for yeah. his last show, yeah. and he got let go. And he came, oh, and he was really I bummed didn't know out that. about it. Yeah. And cool. I, go, I go, Jimmy, uh, when a show isn't going well, the first person to go is the warm-up yeah. guy, yeah. then the head writer, maybe an executive producer, then it gets canceled. And that's exactly what happened. And so, I mean, he felt really bad about it. Yeah, and no, I was... That- and I was and he talked to... Who's the juggler? Ron Who's the Pearson. Guy? Ron Pearson told him the same thing. Yeah, the first guy to go is the warm-up guy, so don't even worry about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I did a pilot one time. Like, doing it on a show that people know about is hard enough, but oh. you're doing it on a show that nobody even know, know uh, knows about. Yeah, it's not and I remember like... I'm doing warm-up, and it's not going well, and I hear the people on the staff start talking about me. Like, it's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've been, they've been working on the show for two months. <laughs> this whole thing is because yeah. I'm not connecting with the, <laughs> with the people who have... Uh, been there for three and a half hours. Well, we brought Jolly yeah. Ranchers, and everybody yeah. knows he should have brought Skittles. What That's a right, hack. man. That's yeah. Because I, when I did it, I did I didn't do it for any shows that people came to Hollywood to see. I got it was all bought audiences, which are like extra for that the might listeners. Be even weirder. In a oh, way. it's worse. Yeah, because they're all they they're all just there for the fifty bucks for the day. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And they're all frustrated actors. They had no mm. audition, so they're making fifty bucks to sit in the audience. But I had it down. This is how I'd go in every day. I'd go. So guys, I'm Murray. I'm your audience warm-up guy. I don't have a t-shirt cannon. I'm not going to throw candy, anything like that. <laughs> listen, yesterday we got out of here at 4.30. If you listen to me, if you laugh when I say laugh, if you boo when I say boo, and if you clap when I say clap, we can get out of here at 4. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sweet. awesome. Like a job. There you go. Amen. We will be the, done. Dire- the director would call him, Murray, what's going on with the audience? I'm like, what do you want to hear? Laughter? Laugh. <laughs> Worked every time, man. Yeah, that's a, that's sweet. Great. You were up the boss. There you go. The warm-up guy. Murray just did the Jedi yeah. mind trick. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I threatened him. I'm like, if you don't listen to me, I'm breaking out the t-shirt cannon. So. I did warm up on like that's not like Saved by the Bell, but like one of those. Uh-huh. Like I think it was Hang Time. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's bad enough for like an audience not to like you. They're right. kids, but there's right? like they're all yeah, kids. This kid's like 12, and you know uh-huh. I'm doing my you know song and dance and your and Las Vegas bit. And this, yeah, and this kid, this kid's like, you fucking suck. Oh you know what I mean? And he's like 12. Right. And I'm like looking around like, you know, our instinct is when someone says something to you to say something back. Yeah. But he's, he's like 12 right. and he just like, he, he went for it. Like, you know, <laughs> so I kind of ignored him. And then he said another thing. I put my hand over the mic and I'm like, I put my hand over the mic. I'm like, listen, kid, seriously, I can zip it. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I want to thank you for coming out tonight on a. Really, thank you for really having warm. us. Warm. It was really cool yeah, over very here. It's got really guys. warm here tonight. So, uh, Peter Berman, uh, Bobby Tessel, uh, Peter, where can we find you? Uh, around LA. <laughs> around LA sounds good. Bobby apparently have a. CD or something? Here's where it's going to get long. I have a CD. It's very funny. What do you expect? He's he's Bruce Springsteen's number one fan. The guy can't write a short song. Not not his number one fan at all. But uh, I do love Bruce Springsteen and the East Japan. CD. Just CD. CD? It's a born Born to stand up. To stand, born, born to stand up, born to stand and, up. and it was a one. I didn't edit it except for I had somebody put tracks in, you know, so uh-huh. it's not forty five minutes long, but sure. it's unedited. Just it was like a perfect show. It was oh, great. Awesome. It was really fun. Excellent. It born really to stand was a fun up. Show. Bobby Tessel, Peter Berman. Hey guys, real quick, uh, uh, two chances to see this show live August twenty sixth. This will go up by the yeah, it's going up tonight. What am I talking about? August twenty sixth. I'll be live at the uh, Palm Springs Comic Con. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
Don't know how I'm going to sucker any comics to come out to the Comic-Con in Palm Springs to do this show, but I will. But actually, I have a phone call out to somebody I'm very excited about to have. Uh, and then the LA PodFest this year is back, Los Angeles Podcast Festival, October 6th. I'll be there Friday night. I haven't. I don't have my guests lined up because I just got that booked. So two chances to see those, and then I'm in town, as you guys know, till the end of the year. So not a lot of road work for me. At Murray V on Twitter, Murray V Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, anything, gentlemen, Facebook? Yeah, I have a Twitter account that I never use. So <laughs> right. Just Facebook. Born to Twitter. Born right. to Twitter is Bobby. T- at Born to Twitter is Bobby. <laughs> no. Peter Berman, ha ha. On Twitter. Ha-ha. Yeah. Murray, yeah. thanks for having us, man. Hey, thank you. Know you. This was a blast. Thank you so much. I, I had a great time. And uh, come see these guys when they come to your town. They're very funny. Oh, I'll be at the Throckmorton in Mill Valley. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I messed gig. up. One of my favorite it, That is my favorite gig in the whole country. Absolutely. The Throckmorton Theater, no, August 29th. It's Tuesday night, the Tuesday awesome. night comedy. Fantastic. It's a great gig. I'm looking forward to going back there. All right, you guys. Again, come see these guys when they come to your town. Very funny. Thanks a lot, guys. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs and Blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon